You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, here we go. Wednesday. Yay, Wednesday. Middle of the week. What's up, dude? Oh, hi, Jerry. Um, remember, I think it was last Thursday. Maybe Wednesday. I don't remember. It was last week, though. We were discussing whatever happened to the Velcro sneaker. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, the, the convenience of the Velcro sneaker. Like, my new shoe sneakers that I have now, they keep coming untied. Well, they are alive and kicking. How about that? Kicking like that was you wrote that in? Kicking? No, I just said oh. that. I was at Rutgers basketball practice on Monday, and I noticed one of the centers, this kid by the name of C.J. Geddes. I looked down uh, just because I was staring, I was sitting there, and and I noticed his sneakers looked weird. I'm like, are those Velcro? Yeah, man, they're the LeBrons. Like, LeBron has Velcro me? sneakers? So I looked it up right then and there. I meant to do this yesterday, but of course I forgot. You I'm too stupid it. to remember. Yeah, LeBron James has a basketball sneaker. It's called the LeBron Soldier, I think. They're 140 bucks, and they are sharp. And they're not the thin Velcro. It's thick Velcro that goes around. There's like three different flaps, and they look awesome. You, sir, can go back to Velcro sneakers. I'm going to be buying the LeBrons. How about that? They should call them the Velcros. Right, but there's nobody named Velcro. Oh. And they want LeBron's name on it. I see. Kind of like the Steph Curry's with what Under about Armour. the LeBron Velcros? These are the LeBron soldiers. They're made by Nike. And they're and you said, quote, sharp looking? Did they you lo- say? I thought they looked all. Aw- now, there's a couple of them. When you look online, there's a, there's a lot of different styles. There's a couple you'd be like, no, no. It's kind of like J.R. Smith. Yes. Um, there are several of them that look really cool. And what's the price point on these, Jerry? Uh, for adult, one hundred and thirty or one hundred and forty bucks. It's very average. Actually. I'd pay a hundred. So if you gave me the other, the rest, I would buy them. How about I'll get myself. you a promo code for like thirty percent off? Ooh. You like that? I do like that. It's called post game. Go to it now. I'm gonna check those out uh, <laughs> when you go run to tape an update for ten ten wins. I'm gonna check those out. There you go, and I'll have a little review from you in a oh, few right, minutes, Jerry. Perfect. Nice. Now here's something from Motley Crue's Nikki Six. You know he does a. Uh, he does a nationally syndicated rock show. I, why would I know that? Across, I'm, I'm just giving you the info. Oh, now I know. I'm just saying he's a broadcaster. He's actually been doing it for a number of years. Right. He's, not, he's on a bunch of rock stations around the country. Okay. So he actually um, does, he, he's in during a discussion on there, it's making a lot of sense to me. He doesn't wash his hands after he uses the bathroom. He washes his hands before okay. he uses the bathroom. So... As he says, I'm shaking hands with people all day. I'm touching handles to get into the bathroom. Now I'm going to touch my penis? Why would I do that? Why don't you do it both ways? That is a good idea. He he strangely says he doesn't mind um, his own scent on his hands. 
So he doesn't really care to wash his hands after. But he is right. We should be washing our hands. I will do this. When I go to the gym and, you know, you're touching, like, all the the weightlifting equipment, the Nautilus machines and that sort of thing, when I go home from there, before I pee and touch my penis, I will wash my hands. For the same thing. I think think the same thing in my head. What if I'm... I'm transferring from my hand to my penis some sort of bacteria that could crawl in the hole and thus give me VD. Which just you from don't going need. to the gym. And then how are you explaining that? That I got VD no, from a gym? It, it was, I was lifting weights. From the gym? Oh, sure you were. Yep. So that's a Nikki Six. All right. I like Motley that. Motley Crew. I like that idea. How old is Nikki Six now, would you say? Let me see if the article. He's got to be in his late 50s, right? I like a lot of times articles for no reason will tell you how old the person is in the article. Because stupid people like me want to know. Yeah, it does not say. Like, what do you think? Because they were big in the Nikki early Six, 80s, right? Yeah. Early, even the mid 80s. So you um, figure, if, let's say they were. He's going to be 53. You know that? No, I'm, gonna, I'm guessing. Because you figure if he was 25 and 85, that would be 31 and make him 56. Hmm. Now, I'm going to go 53. I'm going to look that up with the LeBron shoes when you run out to do your 10-10 wins update. Of course, I could look that so up I right now. i got a lot of stuff to do during your break while yeah, you're taking a break. What's going on here, man? Uh, here's another um, story that has to do with cleanliness. Okay. Now, you have, uh, and I do the same thing here, too. We each have our own coffee mug that we use in the morning. Yes, and you're mocking me for it. It's an actual mug. Well, your mug says, like, world's greatest dad. Well, no. It's well, there best, wasn't a competition for that. coach. I was given it by one of my kid's parents. So you're a... better than Bill Belichick, according to your mug. Yeah, pretty much. Suck best it, Bill. coach. Do you it, think Bill listen, Belichick... In that five-year-old's eyes, I was the best coach he ever had. Do you think, the only one. Do you think Bill Belichick has anywhere... Has ever been given a yes. best coach? Yes, of course he was. Mug, yes, or he coaches kids, of course. Mm. Every coach, I would say, at some level, if you coach for a long time, starting when the kids are four or five years old, unless you are a complete galoot and you're awful, terrible coach, somewhere along the line, one of the parents is going to get you something that says, you know, world's greatest coach or something. It's just a nice gesture. Yeah, and you're and you are very proud of that mug, and you. I'll show you, it off here when you drink your I coffee. I will tell you why I'm proud of that mug. Because the mom that gave it to me, I had her son in T-ball the year that I did not go to Vegas with you guys. And he was a really nice little boy, did not even know how to swing a bat. And by the end, he one swing, ball was hit. And that, to me, like made the coaching worth it. Like seeing him progress, it was great. Is and then that you right? get that, and you know what? You feel really good about yourself. Until you come into work. And that kid later turned into Gary Sanchez, who's on the Yankees. Well, why are you telling people that? Good job I like by you, keep, Jerry. I like to keep that to myself. Well, let me ask you this with your mug, because I have a mug also that I, I use all the time here at work. Yeah. Uh, do you wash your mug? Not once. Right. And Never here's once. an article in the, I believe this is a reputable paper. Let me see who it is. Wall Street Journal. I would say that's reputable. Now, I will rinse out my mug. So do I, with steaming hot water. Exactly. I do not wash it, though. they That's what they recommend. They say if you're going to be using your mug over and over again, it is much better to just rinse your mug out or even not wash it all at all as opposed to going in the back where we have a sink here and a communal sponge. Oh, I will never use a communal sponge I unless see, it's at my house. I see people all the time back there. That's disgusting. Communal sponging. No, no chance. Disgusting. That's awful. I, I, th- so we are I don't understand how people do that. I don't even like doing it home. You don't like my using house. This? Yeah, you're right, because it is I weird. I don't. It's gross. 
Right, because you, you really should be changing out your sponge very often. Correct. So Which, that's that's interesting. So we're doing the right thing. Look yeah, at we're us. doing the right thing. As as usual, Jerry, you and I are doing the right thing. We are not washing our hands after we pee. <laughs> we are not cleaning our cups out. <laughs> Pretty much. And while you may mock us, I've got two articles here, one from two reputable sources, the Wall Street Journal and Motley Crue's Nikki Six. Oh, yeah, that was a so great those reputable are two, place. Two, two reputable, two ponderous, two reputable places. By the way, I did break my string of coffeeless days today. You did have a coffee. Yeah, I don't know why. I was drive. I was driving by Dunkin' Donuts, and I just went through the drive-through for, for poops and giggles. I didn't even. And if you see on my desk, I still have half the cup left. I don't know why. I'm not into it all of a sudden. How do you take your coffee? Uh, this is just milk in it. Just regular straight up milk. Mm-hmm. Yep. You ever hear of coffee enemas? No. What does that mean? That's a thing. Like uh, that's a thing. Yeah. That uh, people they think there's health benefits to coffee enemas. Well, I don't understand what it is. It's an enema. You know what an enema is, right? Yeah. They shoot water in your butt, but it's yeah. coffee. Seriously? Yeah, it, it was treated at one point uh, as like some sort of um, herbal cure for cancer. How's that work? People out? would take uh, enemas, uh, coffee enemas. People can't believe that anymore. Robin from the Howard Stern Show used to take coffee enemas. Wow. Yeah. I had never heard that, but I never listened to Howard Stern. That's either. right. Uh, actually, the Boomer and Carton Show, there was a clip played yesterday on the Howard Stern Show. Of the Boomer and Carton show? That's right. Of who? Of well, what? Uh, you know, uh, who the Howard Stern show calls Sour Shoes, we know for many years at WFAN is Mike and Mayapak. Yes. He's the guy who calls up and does all the crazy impressions on yeah. the phone. And he had a job with Stern for a while. He did have a job with Stern for a while, but uh, he could not hold it evidently, right. or he didn't want to have it. But anyway, he, he um, I, I had the Howard Stern show on the other day, uh, Monday, and uh, Howard was on the air saying... We're worried about sour shoes. We've been trying to contact him for three weeks. He doesn't return our calls. His phones are disconnected. We leave emails and nothing. We're worried that he's died. Mm -hmm. So when I heard that and I got home, I I emailed Gary Bababui. And I said, Gary, he's a a sour shoes is alive and well and calling our office for 12 hours straight. Yes. I said, and the fact got on the air on Friday doing his impressions. So I just happened to be in my car going to the polling place yesterday, and Howard says, oh, uh, the Sour Shoes saga, there's an update. He evidently is calling WFAN, and he called, and the way he said it was, he called uh, the Boomer and um, Carton show. <laughs> <laughs> and then he played the clip, which was a lot of Craig talking. Why about that? Yeah. Interesting. So he said he's alive. They're just wondering why he's not calling them anymore, or returning the calls. to turn the page. Perhaps. Perhaps. Or perhaps he just decided, He's I like done. them now. Now, how about this, Jerry? We did, I like to update stories we do here on the podcast. If you'll recall, a few weeks ago, we did a story about Arby's, the uh, fast food place. I remember talking about Arby's yeah, and Arby's. saying they don't have hamburgers. Right. Well, they were doing a trial run on venison burgers. Oh, that's right. In the in a couple stores in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. Now, Jerry, venison is a deer Baby meat. Baby deer. I think it's just deer meat. I thought venison was baby deer. Uh, that's veal, I think you're thinking of. Veal is uh, baby, a baby calf. calf. Yes. Uh, venison um, uh, meat. Uh, they were going to try these burgers. Well, they're selling out like crazy. Of course they are. In But this is what I don't understand. They're selling out like crazy in areas where deer hunting is big. 
Okay. Why is that? The reason that's a little weird is if you're deer hunting, can't you make your own venison meat sandwiches? Well, let me ask you. If you go hunting and you shoot a, a cow, are you making your own burgers? No, but I don't. we don't go cow hunting You know here. what I mean. If you go hunting and shoot a deer, are you going to take that home well, and cook it? I'm not a hunter. Or are you going to sell it? Uh, I would do neither. I can't, I'm not no, a, a big shooter of animals. My point is I will eat animals, that but I don't shoot them. does not hunt the animal, go home and cook it in their backyard. Or slaughter it in their back. You know, not slaughter, but take it apart. Well, Arby's is doing um, farm-raised venison burgers. So they're the not way. ones in the you know that you hit with your Buick out on Route seventy eight. Yeah, right. Well, that's we get that point. How about mm. the fact though? I always like that when they say you know raised humanely before right. you slaughtered it <laughs> right. to cut it up into little bits and pieces to make a burger. If I you get a kick out of that. If you go to uh, Whole Foods. They have a a section where all their meat is on the wall. They tell you, like, each um, packaged food has a number on it. And up on the wall, it'll tell you what the number represents as to how the animal was treated. Right. You know, so, like, a number one would be, they're all treated, supposedly, from the Whole Foods at nicer. Right. In other words, it's like, this chicken is not walking around in its own slop. Then the next number up, it's like, this chicken gets to walk on grass, you know, so they have all the numbers up. But of course, as the numbers go up and the animal is treated better, the the price also goes, goes up. up. So if you want a chicken who they massage <laughs> before they let it run around on grass and eat, you know, organic chicken feed, you're going to pay for that. Before its head was sliced off. Yeah, if you just want a chicken that's going to be in a cage walking around on its own poop with all the other chickens, much cheaper. You know what this displays right here? What's that? It's what I've been saying forever. You're at Whole Foods so much that yeah. you actually know the meat chart table. Do you? I'm just wondering, do you go often. to Whole, Whole Foods before the day we get paid that you don't know we get paid? Because <laughs> the money gets deposited and you just look at it once a month to see how much is still <laughs> there. Right. Or is Whole Foods just a random day? I'm feeling kind of hungry. Let me stroll through and spend four hundred bucks. Uh, no, I don't. I, I only I like to go there for the meat. I don't go there for like paper towels and cereals well, and you? stuff. Right, it's expensive. I could see you though buying the like oranges the and the yeah, apples. Yeah, I'll buy them, some of those. And, you know, you got to get your sweet potatoes from there. Yep. And uh huh, right? Yep. I will you buy get the meat. And... Yeah, I will buy meat and vegetables from there. But I don't have one near my house. It's so when I, when I go down the shore, I'll go to the one in Wall. And have I you had only, any complaints with them that you've sent to their corp, corporate I, office? I have not. Wow! Look at you. Their their cashiers are a little slow. But that's okay though. They're taking their time. Well, that's fine. A little too much time. I'll tell you what though. The opposite is worse. When they go too fast and they're jamming all the food together at the end of the bell, yeah. I hate that. That drives me absolutely crazy. And so you always make sure the bread stays at the end. It's like you feel like you're a 90-year-old woman doing that, but you have to because they don't give a damn. And then you get home and the bread's like mutilated. I was a cashier at a drug fair when I was a kid. Yes. I was fast. Yeah, but that's different though. You could be you could be in that case. You weren't How many people were buying loaves of bread at drug fair in 1983? <laughs> it was 80 80 um Oh, you get the point. I mean, geez. I think it was like 86. Was it 86? Yeah. All right, even so. They, I think that was before they were putting food in the drugstores, wasn't it? And it was, yeah, definitely. It was before scanners, also, Jerry. Right. So you were so punching punched in, in well, like a six-digit code. Yeah, we were punching them manually yeah. as well. How many people must have stolen from them there? Right. Like your pals, bunch of thieves. <laughs> definitely thieves. You know what else people used to steal all the time, Jerry? Razor blades, big time for shaving. Yeah. You know why? 
Why? Because they cost a fortune. Yeah, and that was back when I was working in drug fair. Like I said, it was like in 1986 to 1988. I worked there two years. Hmm. Could you imagine how cheap razor blades were for your shaving your face back in the mid to late 80s? A lot cheaper than they are now. Let's put it that way. Actually, they're the exact same price. They are. If you get them at harrys.com. Bam. Harry's is living in 1986. <laughs> I like that. I went. Uh, I visited the Harry's uh, factory in Germany where they have the German engineered blades. <laughs> true. And they're blasting Rick. Uh, what's Springfield? His name? Rick Springfield. <laughs> Jesse's and Def girl. Leppard. Def Leppard. <laughs> very big there. Uh, yeah, it's a big 80s uh, whole feel there at the Harry's. In fact, uh, they wear during the mullets. Yeah, during breaks they play Pac-Man video games. Only a quarter. Only a quarter. Look at, at Harry's. That. They do that uh, just to turn back the clock to what razor prices should be, and those are prices from 1986, because in Germany, <laughs> it's still 1986. The Scorpions are from Germany. Wow. They were huge in the 80s. How about that? Rock you like a hurricane. Right. Rock you like a hurricane. That's right. So if you don't want to pay, what year are we in there? Uh, 2016 hmm. prices for razors, and you want to pay 1986 prices for razors, but with the technology today, five-blade cartridges, German-engineered, go to harrys.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com, harrys.com. They're so confident in their razors from the 80s. They'll send you their popular <laughs> free trial set, which comes with a razor blade, a razor blade, a razor, a five-blade cartridge, and shaving gel. Get your free trial when you subscribe, you'll pay just $3 for shipping. Plus, Jerry, I have a special offer for listeners to the post game. Use that code post game at checkout and get a post shave bomb for free with your order. Check this out Soft Flex Hinge for a more comfortable glide on that razor. And I attest to that because you know the you part, do. Al, under your chin by your neck, the yes. front of your neck, right? Mm-hmm. It always mm-hmm. gave me a lot of trouble. Yeah. With Harry's, yeah. awesome. Easy. This works out to just $2 a blade. Think about it. By the way, that's not 1986 prices. That might be 1980 prices. Oh, is that right? That's pretty incredible. Hmm. Go to harrys.com. Get your 2017 razors at 1986 prices. Use promo code POSTGAME at checkout. Tell them Jerry Recco from the future sent you. <laughs> By the way... I've actually realized, we've always said, yeah, when the show blows up. This one or the Boomer and Carton show? No, the Boomer and Carton oh. show. When that show's over, we'll the two of us have over. said, quite frankly, we're really not skilled in anything else. No. <laughs> not sure where we're going or what we're doing. I've um, come to this conclusion. Okay. You are going to start your own marketing company. I'll probably go back to drug fair. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're not going back to drug fair. I don't think there is drug fair anymore. No, it's they Walgreens are out of business. Now. Yes. You Walgreens could be, you them. should be, you should go into marketing. marketing you guy? have very All good right. ideas on the fly. I mean, you just sold me on, you know, a Harry's shave system from 1980. That's right. It's pretty good. Hmm. All right. Maybe, maybe I'll do the marketing. Truth in a lot of cases, too. Is that a nine to five job marketing? No, it would be your own company. Work whenever the oh, hell you want to work. Company. Just, get the, just get the job done. By the way, I'm going to say this. All right. If this gets out, I'm going to, I'm going to smack somebody. But it happens to be true. I've always looked forward to coming to work. Fair, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever hit the alarm and said I don't want to go in again today, at least since I've started doing the Boomer and Carton show. And while I still look forward to coming to work, I don't want this to be misrepresented. 
I know we do that sometimes. I've gotten to the point now, I look forward to 545 and 1020. Is that right, Jerry? Yeah. You love these podcasts. I enjoy doing this. Now, the other thing we do is actually on the radio, right? Right. That's at 545. That's what I'm talking about. All of our nine minutes (laughs) that we get to do. solid nine minutes. I would love to expand that and take phone calls and just see. I'd love to see you handle the phone calls. The no, you're a dummy. Hang up the phone, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to screen my own calls during the break and then have them for during and then the take segment. Them on the air. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, listen, just call in now, but just keep bringing the phone until the break, and then I'll get I'll pick up your phone. Call. Or you could screen them on the air. Well, yeah, I would just take them fresh and on then the they air. Wouldn't know. <laughs> like this sucks. You suck. This sucks. Exactly. But I enjoy all this. It's mm, good stuff. I enjoy it too, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring you now back to Largo, Florida, where we were again with Largo. Yes, another. A story involving the police down there. I just want to see if this name sounds familiar okay. to you, Jerry. A Florida man uh, is accused of stealing a disabled veteran's wheelchair oh. in order to get away from police <laughs> after he crashed his car during a chase. So what did he think he was going to... So a car, he's... Police are chasing him. He crashes his car. He jumps out. He takes a veteran's wheelchair and tries to wheel away. Instead of They've running. They caught him. No kidding. <laughs> the criminal's name is Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is in Florida. Gold where, Bomb's not going to be happy with that. Where Shaquille played for many years for the Orlando Magic. This the kid general. Is, this kid is 21 years old. He mm. was probably named after Shaquille O'Neal, right? So it's not really Shaquille it's O'Neal? It's not the real Shaquille O'Neal. You don't this say. guy, he's only 21. I think it's very possible that his parents or mother or dad or whoever he's with named him Shaquille after Shaquille O'Neal. And they probably had such high hopes for him. Maybe yeah. our son one day will grow up to be a basketball Why player, not? a company pitchman. Yeah. Or crash his car and steal a veteran's wheelchair. Probably don't think that's what his parents had in mind for One him. of those two things. Probably not. So that's a bad job by him. I have a friend of mine who, uh, unfortunately, is a single parent. Um, the long story. But, oh, right. Uh, he actually contemplated changing his kid's name uh, after Ryan Sandberg. He was going to change his name to Ryan and then he wound up because, again, strange because he's a junior. Like me, his son doesn't have a middle name. So he actually, and I don't know if he ever officially did it, but he calls him Blank Ryan Blank. He actually added that to the name. I oh. don't know if it's legal or official, but that's how he refers to him now. R-Y-N-E. I don't know how he spells it. I think it. that's I would, Ryan. Well, yeah, but I don't know how. I would imagine he spelled it that way. I don't know. I bet people throughout Ryan Sandberg's life spelled his name Ryan. R-Y-A-N. Possible, but you know why we didn't? Baseball cards. Right. It's like everything. We should start collecting baseball cards again. My son, I buy them for my son, and it's, you get into it, you know, I could see Does it. he get into it? He likes collecting cards. He does. Does Top still do, is yeah. they still the leader? Yeah, I mean, as far as, that's all I buy him for them. I think there's, uh, Bowman still makes cards. What about Fleer? Remember Fleer? Fleer, I don't think is. And Don Russ? Donruss might be still in business. I know Bowman is and Topps is. I don't know about anybody else. Remember Score for a little while? Remember yes. those? They had the colorful cards. Uh, they were cool for a little bit. I used to like, I even collected uh, uh, football cards. I did they too for a little while. for some reason. I, they did not have the value, and I don't why? know why. I don't know. I don't know. Always did you ever collect, too. like, uh, I grew up in the, I was a kid in the 70s. So I, I used to collect, they had King Kong cards. Yeah, no, I collectible didn't do that. I cards. Didn't do that. 
They had different sitcoms had collectible. Really? I didn't like know Like Happy Days cards and things like that. Did not know that. Yeah. I'm a little younger than you, so that well, might have been before my time. Hmm. How about that was? How about the Danny White card, the 19-whatever year it was, when they played the Eagles in the playoffs? Right. And you get that card, and he doesn't have the star in his helmet. You're like, what the hell is this? And I guess they weren't licensed for the logo or something. Right. Weird, I, right? Yeah. I, th- I don't know if you and I discussed this, or I was talking to somebody else about the football cards like that. I thought either... They were photoshopped out. Okay. Or, and I only know this when I covered the Buccaneers years ago, uh, if those photos for the cards were taken in training camp, when they would, uh, the Buccaneers would play with their helmets on, but no, they didn't put the stickers on them Oh, yet. interesting. So maybe they were being photographed without their stickers that on the helmet. Be. But probably, you're right, and they probably didn't have the NFL rights. Yeah. But they had the players' rights. Yeah. Probably. It was a long time ago, and I know the laws have changed with, within the pro sports, but I don't know. Very interesting. I always had that card. I always looked at it like, what is that? Yeah, what is this? So, strange. Hmm. Anyway. That's all I got for you, Jerry. Uh, the warm-up coming up next, and so don't go anywhere. Keep downloading these things. This is good. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow. And you can subscribe if you hit the subscribe button wherever you get these. Then they just, like, come onto your phone or something. Nice. Very easy. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Sue? It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, good morning. And Boomer and Carton coming up at 6 o'clock, a wild Tuesday night. Uh, obviously, the election, uh, which interesting for a lot of people. Uh, also, sports-wise, quiet night. Yeah, the Rangers, the Devils playing. I don't know how much we'll get into that. Uh, the Nets did play, and they won Nets-Knicks tonight, but with the election, you do have something. Good morning, Al. Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, I was thinking, like, with all the election coverage yesterday and uh, the whole thing, America wanting a change and voting someone in, what if we were able to, like, we all want to change that quarterback for the Jets? Right. I was thinking this last night. What if all the people going to the Jet game could vote like in like one of those things that we all went in yesterday's little curtain things for quarterback. This is really what you were thinking. This is what yesterday. I was thinking. Yeah. When I was going in, <laughs> what if you could vote for Fitzpatrick or do the Jets need a change? Bryce Petty, Jerry. What would you all do right. there? Let's take for let's take for a second the notion that this is not an absurd, stupid idea. Oh. All right, let's say it's a good idea. And it they is did a good it. idea. Thank right. you. Out of, what is there, 80,000, let's say a yes. nice round number. 80,000 people going to the Jet game Sunday. Well, what I wouldn't let number? children vote, Jerry. Fine. 75,000 people are going. What percentage of people do you think would vote for Ryan Fitzpatrick based on what we've seen this season and what we've heard on the 10%. radio? 10%. That high? Yes. I don't even think that I'd say there'd be 10% of people I, I still think, think. anybody wants Ryan Fitzpatrick at this point to be quarterback because... Regardless of how he's playing, they're three and six, and I think most Jet fans, at least the ones I've spoken to, and I have not had one tell me anything differently, they think it's time to move on and see what the future is. Hmm. So, and then we could bring up like a graphic of the stadium with part of it being like green for Ryan Fitzpatrick, the other part white for Bryce Petty. You're not liking my voting idea? No, I'm not liking your voting. Remember, they always like the backup quarterback, right? Unless. You're 7-1, and one and you're a kid out of Mississippi State, and no one knew who you were, and you're doing really well. Then they don't want the backup then quarterback. Then they don't want the backup quarterback. Ever, but for the most part, I bet you there would be Giant fans. Let's say you did this for a Giant game. I bet you there'd be a significant amount of Giant fans that would not want Eli Manning to You'd start. get 3%. Well, whatever. It should be 0%. Ryan Nassib would get 3% of the vote. It should be 0%. Yeah, but, but you would are... have people that would want him to play hmm. because they think they... 
know something. So we'll do this voting no, thing or don't gonna, do it. We're not going to do this voting it. thing. No, but you know the so. voting booths? Like I did my voting booth yesterday. <laughs> yes. I never trust, like, how do I know where that vote's going? You don't. You don't. You're it's some 90-year-old man that was assisting <laughs> me. <laughs> that could be connected to nothing. Listen, that made that 90-year-old man's month. He right. had a job to do yesterday, and he did the job. He was part of the political system. Yes, he was. <laughs> Although it's kind of strange that you don't show ID to vote. The whole, That's a little weird. I happen to agree with you. The whole voting thing is weird, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we don't want to talk about that stuff. Oh. Did you see, I'm going to play audio. I think you can hear this. So Catherine Smith is an assistant special teams coordinator for the Bills. Catherine Smith? Yes. All right. I believe she's the friend. Eddie might know this too. I believe she's the first uh, real coach in the NFL, female coach in the NFL. I thought the Cardinals had one a, a I year or so I thought she was ago. the second. Oh, okay, maybe. My, oh, so maybe it's been reversed. There's two of them. So though. Catherine's been there a while? So, yeah. So I think Rex Ryan brought her in. And so they're taking the field last night, and the coaches are running out of the tunnel onto the sideline. And listen to this jackass in the first row. And then there's a second part of this story, which is tremendous. Uh, I'll try and play the audio. This is from the Buffalo News that captured it. Hey, waitress, hey, waitress, hey, waitress, can I have a Pepsi, please? That's what he's yelling to the coach. Are we still at well, this Well, the guy's point? hammered. So what? I saw this video. The he, best part of it is... It was is, all lit up, yes. Yes, and he looks like a Neanderthal. The best yes. part of it, though, is I don't know if it was his daughter or his wife or a friend, but there was a girl with him who basically shut him up. She smacked him in the arm. I mean, just come on. I, I just so stupid. Really? What are we doing? Yeah, he, yeah, that did not go well for him. Well, he was hammered, Jerry. You know how that goes. Not, you know what? It's not an excuse. Drunk, hammered stupid. Seahawk fan. Stupid, stupid, stupid. And, and then speaking of the Seahawks, uh, Dan Carpenter, you know him as the kicker for the Bills. Yes, okay? and that was the whole play in the, the end of the second quarter. Yeah, he had a rough night at the end of the second quarter with the Seahawks the other day. So his wife took to Twitter. Always a great idea. Not a good idea. Uh, Dan Carpenter's wife not took a to good Twitter. Idea. I want to get her tweet exactly, oh. Jerry. What is she, she doing? Her name is uh, Kayla Carpenter. She, she tweeted, I know what we do on the farm when a male can't control his own rage. And she was uh, referencing uh, Richard Sherman's rage, evidently. And she uh, tweeted out a picture of uh, something that castrates uh, bulls, like a tool. Yeah, no, I, I saw it. I, a, did, I had honestly no idea what the hell it was. And then her hashtags, not the best. Hashtag lucky I'm not there. Hashtag Sherman. Then this one. Brilliant. Hashtag act like an animal get treated like. So that's not going well for her today. She quickly deleted it. But you know on Twitter, Jerry, when you, you see something what? ridiculous, Ow. you have to screen grab that right away. I don't think she did delete it. Oh, you don't think so? No, because I pulled it up this morning. It on her actual, actual Twitter? Yeah. It's still there. Yeah, that's a tough one. Richard Sherman enjoyed it, though. He had uh, tweeted back at her the laughing, crying um, emojis. You know what? I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. Richard Sherman is a really smart guy. A lot of guys, you and I included, might have had a different response to that. And he, you know what? Did you see what the tool looked like? Yeah, I did. I honestly had no idea what it was. Now that I know what it is. It looks like something from medieval times. Yes, very much so. What do you? How do you think that conversation goes when he gets home and sees that Dan Carpenter? I mean, Dan Carpenter. Yeah, not good. Right? He. I would say to her, "Go. You don't have a kicker, right? And I'll just <laughs> well, get plastered the next time <laughs> I go the on the other field." Thing. It's not even like he's a linebacker. He's a kicker. As soon as he misses a couple, 
He's going to be out. If I was him on kickoffs, I'd run immediately to the side out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, right to the uh, right to the sideline. Well, I don't think you can do that. That would be that would not be a good look. Yeah, right not to good. the sideline. And by the way, speaking of kickers, did you see Mike Tomlin? Yeah, there is no problem with this kicker trying the rumble. What is it called? The Rabona. I the wrote Rabona, it down. Whatever the, the hell it's the called. Ra- the Rabona. You want to do it again? Go ahead, do it again. He says he's seen him nail it in practice. I have the seen Rabona. I have seen kickers do it. The problem is, if you're going to do it, you better. Or execute it. I like the onside kick where they kick it on the top and it just immediately hits the ground and shoots well, straight up in the air. I like that's that. That's the one. best way it should be. We had that's one how I would do in it. a Columbia game a few weeks ago. It was very interesting. A Rabona? They, no, not a Rabona. Oh. An onside kick where they lay the ball off the tee and you kick it sideways and the ball is like wobbling in every which way. It stays on on the turf. It doesn't pop up in the air, but it, it's spinning in so many different directions. And there was a scrum for the ball. A scrum. Yes. Very interesting. How about this technique? Like how far is the closest guy from the opposing team from the kicker? I would say 10 yards. Why not kick it as hard as you can line drive <laughs> right at his that. chest? <laughs> because if you miss... You have no chance. Or if he goes down the field. All he has to do is move out of the way. Yes. I do like that <laughs> idea, though, because you know they're going to be collapsing on the ball, expecting right. it, trying to hit it right off his face mask and pop right back to you. Like, if I was the kicker, I'd be eyeballing you as the guy <laughs> I was going to kick it at. And then last second, I'd drill it at the guy right, right onto my left. That would be awesome. Hmm. As long as no one gets hurt. And Paul George, remember? Speaking of kicking balls, yes. Yeah, remember the other day? He's uh, on the Pacers. He was angry during a game and uh, kicked the ball into the crowd. He actually didn't kick it very hard, but right. he kicked it into the crowd out of frustration. He drilled some gal in the face. Yes. Yeah. Well, he went up to her and hugged her at that moment, and then he got tossed. Right. But well, there's another part to this yeah, story in there. Yeah, it was very nice. He sent her flowers with a, a message that said, Lindsay, I'm sorry for the ball hitting you at the game on Saturday. It was not intentional. I hope you're feeling okay. Signed, Paul George. Pretty cool. It was a nice bouquet, although... Not the biggest. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it wasn't. You know, have you ever ordered people flowers online? Yes. And like they have the one picture that go, do you want the bigger one? And it's like $20 more because they show you the, the cheapest one first yes. to get you on there. He went, I think, with the cheapest Does one. Does it matter? It wasn't. It's a nice gesture. Should have been gigantic. Oh, geez. All He's right. a millionaire. When we come back, something on the Knicks, the Nationals, believe it or not, and maybe on the Yankees, too, and then Boomer and Carton at six on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. All right, Jerry and Al with you for a couple more minutes. Boomer and Carton coming up at 6 o'clock. Just quickly, Rangers actually lost last night. They had their five-game winning streak snap. Devils did win uh, in a shootout, and the Nets won last night. They beat the T-Wolves. They play the Knicks tonight. Just quickly on the Knicks, because we were talking about Paul George. This whole thing with Phil Jackson has gotten comical, and I feel bad for Jeff Hornacek. The fact that they're scoring points offensively, and Phil Jackson wants more triangle. And, oh, by the way, yeah, Kurt Rambis, remember him? He's running the defense now. What are they doing? He's defensive coordinator, they're calling him? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know that assistants have lead roles, but I've never seen a GM or a president come out and say, listen, Jeff, move aside. That's your defensive guy. Isn't that the coach's job to decide who does what? Yeah, this feels like that SNL skit. I could have used a little more cowbell, but triangle. Yes, exactly. That's what he's doing. He's I, going I, down and requesting more triangle. I don't understand. I really don't understand because while they're only two and four, there have been positive signs. The game in Chicago Friday night was a great sign. But to do this now, I mean, give the guy more than six games. Give him a chance. So, anyway, you had that. Also, uh, the Nationals, I know you saw this yesterday about Cespedes' name being floated with the GM of the of the Nats. 
Right. Now, what are the what is the likelihood of that? I See, don't. Well, I mean, their GM is Rizzo, right, yes. Jerry? Yes. Will they make an offer? I guess. If I here's what I don't understand. He I was says talking, he's he's scared him as a player, as an opponent. Yeah. Why not get him? I and I don't disagree with that. I said this to Tony Page, and I said it yesterday on the show. If you are the Mets, and Sandy Alderson has all but admitted, we need him, we want him back, then just offer him the four-year deal for $100 million, which are the numbers being floated out there. You just gave him 27.5, so give him the four for 100. If he says no, you gave him the offer. But don't sit there and say, go test the market. All you're doing is putting yourself in, 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 in a lot of trouble, I would think. And then I'm seeing also Jose Bautista's name being bantied about for the Mets. How about his, that, His Jerry? name's going to be bantied about with everybody because he's a slugger who plays the outfield. Encarnacion as well, although I think he's better in the American League to where he can DH. And then all these misleading headlines about the Yankees and Cespedes. Right, two lines in. Not likely to happen, though. Hunger Thon 2016 to benefit Why Hunger. Okay. 